And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. On today's episode, we're going to talk about mindfulness and how a simple meditation practice can help us live our best lives because it helps ground us. It helps. It gives us health benefits and it really can sort of allow us to let go or rid ourselves of the stress of the day or even help us improve different areas of our life when we're very specific about the types of meditation we do. So take a listen because I think you'll enjoy it. Hi, today on the show, I'd like to welcome Margaret James. She's a mindfulness coach and a holistic nurse who's been a nurse for over 14 years. Welcome, Margaret. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to this conversation about mindfulness and meditation. But what I'd like to do first is have you share a little bit about your backstory and your journey with the listeners. Well, first of all, I've been a nurse for 14 years. Um, I just kind of stepped into this holistic nursing practice just because it was the next obvious step, at least for myself. And for about 12 of those years, I've been practicing meditation and in different ways and leading meditation. And I finally said to myself, um, going from the traditional nursing role, I went and said, well, how can I move beyond the traditional nursing role? I bring a lot of this, I was bringing this a lot to the bedside and in the hospitals. And But what I found was, I was like, how do I bring this into and every day, how do I make a living? How do I do a life out of this? And what I found was I've been practicing holistic nursing my whole life. I didn't even realize it. And it's mindfulness. It's healthy eating. It's being mindful of what you say and how you interact with people. It's using different modalities. It's living the healthy lifestyle. It's being kind to other people. And it's just all of a sudden one day I said, I live this life, why not bring it to the world? And so as I went through this wonderful training, I ended up finding out as I'm becoming a coach that it's such a beautiful thing to be able to help people on this one-to-one basis. And the transformations, it's not me doing the work. I'm just a a path. I'm just the guide that leads people to this beautiful path. And transformations that I'm finding that are happening are phenomenal. So I was ready to leave the traditional nursing, nursing altogether. I was just ready to leave, leave it. And then when I found this, I found how I can use my nursing background and all the medical and all the care and bring that to the coaching and the mindfulness space. So it's, it's a beautiful space. Fantastic. So can you tell us, I think you were telling me before we started recording that meditation has really transformed your life. Is there anything that you wanted to share with us about that piece of it, the impact mm-hmm. it's had on you? Sure. Um, meditation has been something that I dabbled with in prayer, just kind of getting 
quiet with my thoughts. And when we live in this very busy, hectic life, we can get very caught in our head. And what I found what meditation did for me, even if it was for five minutes, it would quiet myself down, myself down to the point where I could actually connect with myself. And connecting with myself made me allow me to be more present for everyone in my life, my children, my work, um, friends, family, everything, patients. Um, and I found meditation to be so transforming, especially um, during this COVID. I was able to spend a lot of time because when you're processing negative things, what meditation does is it can undo a lot of the stress that we receive every day. So meditation is kind of like uh, medicine for the mind, as I call it. It undoes stress. It creates more neural pathways. So that's what I found it to be pretty evident. My life is much different now than it was just a few years ago. And I think one of the things is there's obviously plenty of people that practice meditation, but I think there's a ton more people that still haven't, whether they're doing something that might look like meditation or not, they may not realize it's much easier to start a meditation practice and that there's some really great benefits to every one of us to take on some of these beginning practices. Can you tell us a little bit about the benefits of it and how are there some easy ways to start or step into having a, you know, a meditation practice and what those might look like? If you were to talk to any of my friends, I'm like an energizing bunny. Like I sit here and I'm all nice and quiet and relaxed in my speech, but I am like the energizing bunny. I go from like 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. and I'm go, 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 go. You know, I'll take the seven mile run. I'll do all that stuff. And I, I'm constantly going, my brain is going. Brrr. So when I first started meditating, what I would do is I would be running. And I would just be listening to music and I would just put the music on and I'd focus on something and I would just run. And that's a form of meditation. People don't know that just taking a walk outside in nature or even walking on a treadmill can be a form of meditation. Um, when they talk about meditation and yoga class, you're actually meditating the whole time you're doing yoga because it incorporates the breath. If you're just to sit and stop and just breathe. Just focus on your breath. That's meditation. It doesn't have to be. I mean, it's it's nice to go on those guided meditation journeys where you're kind of like sitting there for five, ten, fifteen minutes and do that and intentionally stop. But there's other ways to do it. And meditation is. I think people get afraid when you say the word meditation because it's. I I like to think of it more as taking time for yourself to just be still. Sometimes if you take a hike. And you just stop and you look all around you. It's amazing, right? That's just, in a way, that's just kind of going inward and meditating. Because meditating is kind of almost like a time to slow down and just be, right? Even like going on a date with somebody or going on a date with your spouse or your child and just sitting there and being in their presence and connecting. That's just, that's a loosely not really meditation, but that's a way of being present. But you get like just walking on the beach, listening to anything, even having that cup of tea or coffee in the morning when you're sitting on the front porch, and just just taking the time to slow your mind down. Those are different ways, different types of meditation. Um, meditation doesn't have to be five ten minutes. I I feel I hear a lot of my friends and clients they like to meditate in the shower. 
I haven't done that myself, but I think a lot of people can relate to that. <laughs> Meditating in the shower. <laughs> it's their quiet time, right? It's the space where there's no one else maybe bothering them. So I guess I right? can see that. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, the first time I ever meditated seriously, I just, I was lying on the ground with a few other um, women and we just put on music. And we just sat there and lie down and listen to music. I mean, that was meditation. <laughs> really was. Yeah. Just allowing ourselves to listen to the music. Good. I think you're right. I think a lot of people don't realize that it doesn't need to take an hour. It doesn't mean you have to sit on your floor and cross your legs. You know, sure, there some people may have a, a space and a practice and they may sit on the ground or lay down. But the point is, is, to your point, it's about getting quiet so that you can hear yourself and then hear, you know, what else you're, you're trying to hear there, you know, without the noise of the world and without the noise of your devices and your life. Yeah. And I, I found if you dedicate a time and this is, this is, a, this is an easy one. And this is how, um, is if you dedicate a time in the morning before you get out of bed, almost like where you're kind of in that low, like, do I really want to get out of bed? Or do I want to get up for the day? That is like the perfect time to meditate. You make an intention for the day. I want to be happy. I want to accomplish something. I want to do, or you don't even have to want to do anything. Just be present. Um, you can pray during this time. And, and I find because our brain waves are a little bit different when we first wake up, it actually has a bigger impact. That's a great time. And then right before we go to bed, so if you do some type of meditation that will put you to sleep or relax you, that is perfect. <laughs> yeah. You just, and you'll have a, a wonderful night's sleep too, but you can actually meditate before you go to bed and just kind of do like a nice meditation that kind of relaxes your body. And those are two easy ways to get meditation in. Um, and it can be five, 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. I love it because. I do think that those of us that uh, maybe don't do it as a daily practice, or at least we don't do it as intentionally as what we're talking about. I love that it's so easy that you really can incorporate just small moments throughout your day to get still and quiet, get recentered, and, you know, kind of have, like you said, you know, maybe a little affirmation or pray. So I think that's really good that, you know, maybe, maybe it'll encourage some people that are listening to just give it a little try if it seemed a little daunting to them before. Yeah. And there's, you know, the light, the nice thing about it is there's so many meditations out there now that you can look and say you're anxious. You can do a meditation for anxiety. You can do a meditation for stress. You can do a meditation for wanting to improve your relationships. It's just, mm -hmm. there's so much out there. You can like do a meditation for fear, um, a meditation for energy, for positive thoughts. You know, you can do one to connecting to an inner child. You can one do to these things there's so many out there um that you can like abundance you know creating financial abundance there's so many different meditations out there yeah that any it's almost like any any problem that you can find <laughs> or not problem any block or something that you mm -hmm. you can find a meditation to match it and that's that's the cool thing about meditation yeah and just i'm assuming when you say that you're, are you talking about, for instance, I know there's some different meditation apps, there's meditation podcasts. If you search online, I know there's, you know, med meditation, just the text, like you said, for what's the meditation words for 
the different you know topics you just mentioned? Or are there other ways like on YouTube and things like that that you're talking about that yeah, you can find think, that sort of stuff? I think you can find it anywhere. Like it, you can be inventive and you can find it. There's stuff, podcasts, there's um, apps. People pay for some apps. Um, there's like things like Gaia, Gaia.com. They have, um, they have meditation. I think there's so many. Yeah. You know, you can go to the, the Deepak Chopra site, you know, so many of these thought leaders, they'll do 20, 21 day challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, which that's something I'm actually thinking about doing is a 21 day challenge. And it's just, it starts out small. And then as you get the 21 days and it gets, um, you know, more deep because you create the practice. They say, I think it's, is it 21 days or 40 days? You do something for 40 days and you've created uh, a practice. It goes from uh, right. something small to like a, a lifestyle almost. Exactly. It becomes a habit, I think. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. And you're right. I think most of us can agree that if it's something small, especially if we're only talking about a couple of minutes to start with, we could all add in a couple more minutes of our day to do a small practice, you know, for 21 days or for 40 days, you know, which I think is, is fantastic. What about the benefits of meditation? I mean, I've, of course, I've heard of some of them. I don't know if the listeners all would have, but, you know, I've heard things like it can, you know, like you said, you started to say earlier, it can clear your mind. It can relax you. I think I've heard it can lower your blood pressure, but are there other things that you've seen or that you, you know, that it can help us with? So I found, um, well, there's, documented research mm-hmm. about how it creates it takes there's two um parts of our nervous system the parasympathetic and the sympathetic so our sympathetic and i don't want to get too crazy about it our sympathetic is that fight or flight syndrome the one that gives us stress the mm-hmm. one that makes us move and do the stuff that causes us to have scattered thoughts it's, you know it's our survival it's, it's there mm-hmm. for a reason and then our parasympathetic is the stuff that kind of grounds us it relaxes us it um it's it's where the rational thought comes it's um it's more the stuff that that lowers our blood pressure um so when you meditate what you're doing is you're causing your parasympathetic nervous system to be turned on so that's the beautiful thing about it so like all the stress that we can get from the day or even just like with our phones um, anything that's really stressful, we can actually undo it with meditation. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing. So you, you can have a stressful day or you can have a stressful situation. You can actually breathe literally for like two minutes and you can undo that stress. It takes about two minutes to really undo it. And it's just, it's very simple. All you do is you exhale longer than you inhale. So when you inhale, you're producing um, you're incurring your sympathetic nervous system to come on. And then when you exhale, you're allowing your parasympathetic nervous system to come on. Most of the time you'll notice in meditations, you exhale longer than you inhale. And it's just something, a simple practice of just exhaling longer than you inhale. And you actually will feel your blood pressure will drop. Um, you become less anxious. Your breathing will become deeper. It, it has so many benefits. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. And I think you're right with the last year and a half that we've all had. And, you know, let's, there's still plenty of things going on around the world. And with, um, you know, e- everything that I think if someone hasn't started this, 
I think, you know, just doing that throughout the day, like you said, we can all take a two minute break from doing our work just to get grounded for the next thing, you know, whatever's going on in our life. Or like you said, it is stressful to look at our phones. There's tons of negative news all the time or hardship or, you know, hate, whatever it is, but that's a lot. And we do take that in, right? We feel that. And so I think that's, that's a great example of how we could use meditation to sort of keep removing some of those stressors and sort of that tension that we're building up throughout the day. Yeah. And it can undo block. If you have the right uh, meditation, you can undo, like, let's say, for example, you're procrastinating. Um, you could find out why you procrastinate through meditation, believe it or not. And you can, you work on it on a regular basis and you'll create, because when we procrastinate, it's because we created all these brain things that go say, okay, procrastinate. It's better. It's better. But when you do this and you kind of like get yourself out of the procrastination mode or like intently not want to procrastinate, you meditate on that. And all of a sudden there's something that switches in our brain and we won't be procrastinating anymore. It's really, it's really an interesting thing. I've seen, I've seen um, people move through trauma with meditation um, and where you you go real, those are a little bit deeper meditations, but I've seen people um, recover from trauma through meditation. It's slow because it becomes like a safe space for people to heal. There's so many different things that meditation can do. I've seen it with um, surgery. So before, um, I still do a little bit of surgical nursing, but I see it when people are coming out of anesthesia, how meditation actually helps them um, go into surgery and come out of surgery much, much better. They're like, I don't know exactly the process that happens, but it, it's amazing to see when I see people go into a little bit of a meditative state before they go under surgery when they come out. It's been, it's really positive. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. So let me ask you, how did you, uh, well, yeah, you might have touched on this earlier, but I, when you brought together your nursing and the holistic therapies, and like you said, you decided to step into this new area, what uh, finally prompted you to say, okay, I'm willing to take this step and not just, continue on with my nursing journey, you know, or at least by itself and knowing you wanted to move into something new. When I saw the changes occurring in my clients, I, 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 you know, I went into this thinking, Oh, okay, this is great. I want to do this. You know, I want a nice switch. Um, and, but when I actually saw the results of my clients, I was humbled and honored to be able to, to be the um, conduit for this. And, and that to me, if I'm changing just one, helping one person get and become their best potential, that's, that's all that matters to me. It is, it's beautiful. I can cry about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, that's amazing. You're definitely changing, uh, helping a lot of people change their lives, right. Through these different um, practices and through the mindfulness work that you're doing with people. What about that? For the mindfulness work that you're doing with people and that you do in your own life, besides meditation, are there other pieces of that that you incorporate that you've seen or helping people, you know, move them or get them unstuck? Um, we, I've, I've turned them on to some somatic therapy, which is beautiful. Uh, somatic therapy is like where we get trauma stuck in our body and we release it. That is, it, it once you become mindful that you are brain. Does it know time? Does it know 
if something traumatic happened to us, even something positive, um, our body doesn't remember. It can have happened 20 years ago, but our body still thinks it's happening now. And I've seen this time and time. And what I've seen with this somatic work is you, something will happen or you'll be in a bad situation and remind your body of something that happened years ago. And it's weird. It's like some people get a headache, some people get a stomach ache, some people get flush. And when you become in tune to that, it's the, the most interesting thing you can actually release a lot of that so your body doesn't think that that's happening all over again um so that's one modality i i've i've used tapping tapping is always fun um therapy just a lot of people like to do active things so for example when sometimes with clients they like to do things like skiing or they like to surf or they like to drive believe it or not being physically active can release different um, chemicals that um, are similar and will replace trauma. So a little bit of trauma work I've done, but like all of us have some sort of trauma. But if we could have done that type of work, um, what else? Gosh, there's so there's so many different things. But those are the three things that I find um, that I use a lot is the meditation, um, a little bit of tapping. A little bit of somatic. Yeah. Music therapy is pretty awesome. I've um I've connected with some people who do art therapy. So sometimes uh-huh. I just send clients to art therapists, which is phenomenal, right? Yeah. We're all we're also connected. Once we start to get to know each other, I believe in if a client needs something that I don't have an expertise in, I like to give them to someone who does. Yeah. Well, and I think you're right. I've talked to other people about that. You know, the how using our creativity or, you know, opening that part of our brain, like you said, it can be used for therapy. It can be used just to expand our, you know, our thoughts. It can be for relaxation. So you're right. I think art and music therapy are, are also really great you know, things. We can even do that in our, just like meditation. I think it's something people should do regularly as well in their lives. It could be music. It could be art. You know, it could be writing or painting, whatever it is. But I think just using that part of our brain and using our hand, I think is really important and gets us more in touch with ourselves. Yeah. And I've, I've kind of um, dabbled, not dabbled. I do do this. I'll do personalized meditations. Mm-hmm. And when I get to know somebody pretty close, I'll find if they need something, I'll find what they need and I'll bring that to them. But I found even like the personalized meditations, um, a lot of people want to connect to spirit. And so that, that is a beautiful thing as well so there's there's so many different modalities out there and i find meditation kind of hits on a lot of them but um not everything not everything yeah yeah no i think it's lovely and do you have any last uh maybe tips or encouragement for people that are looking to just you know like maybe they're trying to minimize their anxiety they're trying to feel a little more aligned get unstuck any other tips whether it has to do with mindfulness or meditation or just additional um, things well you know i think i think when we start becoming aware one if we don't want to be a certain way anymore i think that is the beginning of awareness and when you start realizing when you start putting these pieces together like 
like becoming self-aware. It's like, I don't want to be this anymore. Just search, right? If you just search stuff out, it's going to come to you. And the more you search and this, you know, that whole manifestation thing where you know, let's say you're anxious and you don't want to be anxious anymore. Just knowing that you don't want to be anxious anymore puts a something out there and your brain is just going to do it. And so I just say, just if you want to learn to meditate or if you want to dabble in it, just do it. If you don't like one, go find something else. Go go look elsewhere. You know, go look, go to look at somebody else's website or go to another until you find something. And maybe it's just not for you. Right. So there are different modalities for different mindfulness practices. And we're going to connect with the ones that we like the most. Some of them, you know, some people love Reiki. Some people love astrology. Some people just want to have a quiet meditation where someone's telling them to close their eyes and breathe and relax. So different strokes for different folks. And you got to find out what works for you. Yeah, I think the key that you said there to me was we have to be willing and ready for a, a change to take place or like you said, a transformation. And it's when we're open to that in any part of our life that, you know, in other words, t- people could tell you till you're blue in the face all, you know, oh, you should try this, check this out, whether it's a podcast, whether it's meditation. But until we're ready for something new, till we're open to it, then I don't think, you know, there, it's just we have to be open to changing something or improving something. Or like you said, you know what, I don't want to be this way anymore. I want to shift my thinking or shift what I'm doing. And that's like you said, that's when we start, we need to go seek things, try things, and then keep, and then tell us, tell ourselves the new story, right? The new narrative and work towards, like you said, if I'm normally anxious, then start telling myself that I'm work. I am a, I'm not an anxious person, right? I'm a calm, you know, so in other words, start replacing those words and then find things that help you actually be that person help you feel that way so I think that's yeah absolutely and it's so everybody is so beautiful like I I believe that all all of us are beautiful human beings and it's I think a lot of times it's the thoughts that we tell ourselves and the words that we tell ourselves so you're you're right you have to want to and sometimes we we put these crazy labels on ourselves like I'm oh I am a procrastinator or I I'm anxious well, no, those are, those are just actions. We're not, we're not any, those are just, you know, those are feelings or actions. No, you're not any of those things, right? And so I just find when we, when we say anything that's negative, that's kind of like something that we can change about ourselves. Sometimes people like believe, like, what do they call them? Shadow work. That that's part of who you are. But I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. I believe it's, it's a belief system that we grabbed onto. So anything that, makes us feel uncomfortable we can really change it we can yeah. really change it it takes work it takes, <laughs> yeah it takes work but it, it's a beautiful thing you're right and just to seek it out if you want to change seek it out but if you don't yes yeah, so if someone telling having someone tell you to do something isn't going to make me do something but <laughs> right yeah we have to be ready and opened i think is the key there so well this yeah, has been absolutely. such a good conversation um and i th- think it'll, you know, I think it'll help introduce people that maybe, like you said, just heard meditation before and thought it was a harder thing to get into. They'll realize that maybe they were already actually doing some really small parts of meditating. And I'm hoping this will encourage them to to give it a maybe a little uh, more consistent try. Also, I we are going to share hopefully a small meditation at the end of this podcast with you that Margaret is going to do for us. 
So I just want to let you guys know that'll be coming up after this as well. And uh, Margaret, I just wanted to thank you so much for being with us today. I, I appreciate your time and I hope we can connect again. Yeah, absolutely. And any, anytime anybody has any questions about meditation, you know, you can reach out and you can reach out to me and I'd be willing to help provide meditation. I have um, a Facebook live where I kind of do just the very kind of impromptu meditation, you know, feel free to um, check it out. Absolutely. And um, that's a good point. I forgot to ask you, where is the best place people can connect with you online and find out more about what you do and uh, connect with you? So right now I'm, um, I'm doing Facebook. I'm in the process of um, revamping a website. And so I won't have that up the website up yet, but I do have Facebook and I'm on Facebook. I have two, two sites. I do um, one website is sacred soul sisters connecting through wellness. I know that's a mouthful. And, <laughs> and then the other one is my name, but um, my name is Margaret James. It's, it's a little bit harder to find me, but I think, in my, you know how they have those little specific things in Facebook. I think it's a, it's a Ice Kitty, I C E K I T T E E. If you just message me and let me know where you're um, requesting a friend, you can. But I do have, I have those um, meditations um, online, at least there. And I'll have, I'll have more stuff coming up. I'm putting it all together and getting all technical and stuff. So it'll be fun. <laughs> That's fantastic. And this will be your, all your links that you have and want to share, you know, are going to be, are available to people as well in the podcast episode um, post. So they'll be able to get that too. So thank you so much. I think today talking about meditation is such an important topic because I think so many of us are living anxiously and we are a bit overwhelmed and stressed out. And I think adding the practice of really simple moments of quiet and breathing and just turning off all the digital devices and Netflix and getting quiet with ourselves is just so important to allow us to settle and get realigned and just feel calmer. And I love these words by Ralph Waldo Emerson, who says, let us be silent so we may hear the whisper of God. I hope that you'll at least give it a little try and see if it improves your day. Like Margaret talked about, it could be just a quiet walk by yourself. It could be a few minutes out back with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. It's just time scheduled in your day to let you just kind of reset and let your body let go of some of that fight or flight. So here's to a calmer, more relaxed life. And if you're interested in trying a simple, easy, 10-minute meditation, Margaret has provided us one that's going to be right after I finish talking before this episode wraps up. So get comfy, you know, either pause this or when you get to a place where you can just kind of get still with yourself and get relaxed and then play the last 10 minutes of this episode and just give it a go. It is a meditation for feeling good. And I think it's just a really nice introduction to doing a simple meditation. So thanks again, Margaret, for this. Mm -hmm. So this meditation is going to be about feeling. And it's about feeling good. This short meditation where you can put any type of feeling that you want to feel 
So if you want to feel love or joy, peace, serenity. I'm going to use the words love and joy. But you can replace that with anything that you want to feel today. So before we get started, make a note. Get yourself nice and comfortable in a seated position. If you're sitting, make sure your feet are firmly planted in the ground. Allow your hands to be in the receiving position. Decide to lie down. Feel your spine relaxed on the ground. Take a moment to just take that all in. And thank yourself for this time and this moment and space. And take a few deep breaths. And when you're ready, close your eyes. As you focus on the inhale and the exhale. Start to notice the rise and fall of your chest. If you have any meandering thoughts, allow that thought to come to your breath as you inhale through the nose and exhale. Give yourself permission to release any tension in your body. Release any tension from your eyes, from your jaw, from your neck. Just release. Release any tension in your shoulders. As you inhale through the nose and exhale. As you slow down your breath, take some deeper breaths. As you inhale and exhale. As you feel the rise and fall of your chest, notice your abdomen and your belly and how it naturally just rises and falls with your breath. And take a moment to focus on your heart. And what is it that you want to feel today? Breathe that in. Is it love? Is it joy? Is it peace? Breathe that in. 
What makes you feel this emotion? Allow yourself to breathe this in with a deep, deep breath. And hold it. Take a few breaths here and allow your breath to fill your heart with this feel-good emotion. As this emotion of joy overcomes us, Let this feeling of warmth, this lightness, enter. What are some things that make you smile? Breathe this in with another deep breath. As these images and feelings come, where do you feel it the most in your body? Your head, your heart, your entire being. Rest here and breathe. Give yourself permission to feel good. Give yourself permission every day. In any moment to come here to remember. Rest in this beautiful breath. This breath of transformation. This breath of permission to be. Before we end this meditation, make a mental note of a place in your body where you feel this 
Start to move your body around with your feet. Feel the energy move through your legs. Feel it rest in your abdomen. Let it move all the way up into your breath, into your hands, into your heart. Pause here. Let a smile come across your face. Bring your attention all the way up your spine. Let it rest in the middle of your face. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Another thing I like to tell people after a meditation is to write. When you write, connects the experience you just had. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed doing this for you. It's always an honor to serve. Have an amazing day. And if you're ready to go after your dreams and define life on your terms, head on over to kristenfitch.com and download the free No Limits workbook to help you look at different ideas in front of you and how you might create, scale, and monetize those ideas. So you can start going after your dreams today. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at Kristen Fitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. And thanks again for listening in. Until next time, have a great week.